0: all who come to this happy place welcome to my magical travel information series my name is rachel and i am a travel agent with the company small world big fun where we make big fun easy this is your one-stop shop for information about disney destinations and universal vacations for more details on all of these topics and to stay up on the latest news please like and follow my facebook page rachel Tilvis small world big fun so with that Let's get started. Hi everybody, welcome back to episode 3 of my magical travel information series. I'm here again with my husband Zach.
1: Greetings and salutations.
0: And today we are going to discuss all of the different methods of Walt Disney World transportation. So that can be a little bit overwhelming to people because there are so many different ways to get different places and without necessarily having to do it yourself. So we're gonna get started. There are a few different ways that you can get to the Walt Disney World Resort property from MCO, so Orlando International Airport. There are a few other airports in the area, but we're only gonna talk about how to get to the, uh, to the resort from the Orlando International Airport. So the first way is called the Magical Express. It is the complimentary bus transportation provided by Disney. Uh, If you book your trip in a reasonable enough amount of time, Disney sends you bag tags that you can put on your luggage and Disney picks up your bags from the airport and delivers them to your hotel. So once you get on the plane, you are on vacation. You do not have to worry about a single thing. Uh, As I mentioned, this service is complimentary and You get off the airplane, go to terminal B. I mean, there are signs everywhere. You cannot miss them.
1: Yeah, it's as soon as you get off the airplane, it's actually on the airplane. uh, Runway,
0: gate, tunnel thing. And uh, you follow that and you check in down at the Magical Express check-in. This is why we always encourage people to keep their magic bands in their carry-on luggage because if you have your magic bands, you will need to use them as your check-in if not it complicates things a little bit but if all you can do is tap your magic band it makes it uh, a lot easier Uh, i think i mentioned like three times it is a complimentary service that is one of the few complimentary services that Walt Disney World offers so it's always nice when you can take advantage of it uh the other or one of the other options that you have is renting a car from the airport um, as a travel agent, I can help you book an Alamo Alamo car. Which some people have rewards programs and all that other stuff. Uh, there are several different options. I don't know off the top of my head, but there I think there are like seven or eight. There's different. a
1: yeah. You know, there's a bunch of places on property and then even more off property of the airport. So
0: the so Zach and I always rent a car because I like to have a car. I like to be able to come and go as I please. Um, So that is a convenience factor for us. The one thing that is a disadvantage now is that Walt Disney World is charging for parking at the resorts. So before, if you were a hotel guest, you could park your car at your hotel or go to and from the parks. And because you were a resort guest, you didn't have to pay to have your car there. Now you have to pay per day to park your car at a resort and depending on the level of resort that you're staying at the price fluctuates so that stinks but it's a convenience thing if if that's your style
1: so there, there's also a couple other ways you got uber lyft and taxi services all available at MCO which aren't the worst options if you're not going to run a car or take the Magical Express but you also have the new service that they call minivans. They are they're directly through the Walt Disney World Resort, and you can book those by calling ahead, or we could call ahead for you. But it is costly. It is about hundred and fifty dollars each way. So if you are going to the resort and then back to the airport using a minivan, it's going to be about three hundred dollars. So you could you could rent a car for five days but then again you're paying for parking so it ends up coming out to being a better deal if you use like an uber or lyft but you have that option to keep it disney i guess you can say
0: the minivans just so that you can imagine what they look like it's a, a i don't know a, what is it a crossover yeah Some it's, sort a, of crossover it's a chevy traverse i believe they're red with white polka dots so mini like mini mouse decorated like mini. It has a little bow on the side. They're adorable. We used one once, and I thought they were really cute.
1: Yeah, and they they play, like, the Disney park music and Disney music while you're driving. So you get the the Disney feel from using a minivan, but they are uh, pretty costly.
0: One other option that is available to you is what's called a private transfer. So if you're looking for an exclusive car to come pick you up and drive you, to your location, similar to a taxi, just a little bit of a nicer vehicle, whether it be a limo or a private car, something like that, uh, that is an option that can be arranged. So now that you have made it to the Walt Disney World Resort property, there are a few different transportation options once you get on property. Um, so you, you really don't need to drive anywhere if you're staying in a Walt Disney World Resort hotel. Um, so we're gonna start with Zach's Favorite ride in the whole park? Go ahead.
1: So my favorite method of transportation is the monorail, and the Walt Disney World monorail system is a public transit monorail system in operation at Walt Disney World. Uh, it operates twelve mark. Six, is it Mark Six? Mark, mark Six. Mark Six monorails on three different lines. They are the Resort Line, the Express Line, and the Epcot Line. The resort line is the one that goes to all the resorts that are on the monorail loop. So it starts out at the Transportation and Ticket Center, goes from there to the Polynesian, to the Grand Floridian, to the Magic Kingdom, to the Contemporary, and then back to the Transportation and Ticket Center. The express loop uh, runs right alongside the resort monorail, but going in the opposite direction. That goes directly from the Transportation and Ticket Center to the Magic Kingdom and then back to the Transportation and Ticket Center. The Epcot loop goes from the Transportation and Ticket Center to Epcot and then back to the Transportation and Ticket Center. The nice thing about that is you can get from Magic Kingdom to Epcot if you can time it right whenever you pull on the Transportation and Ticket Center and you get there as soon as the Epcot one gets there. You can get there in probably about, I don't know, 25 minutes or so? Yeah. But there is a chance you could wait, but I think the longest we've ever waited for a monorail at the Transport transportation center for the F. Like, yeah, they come about every 10 minutes or so. So that is my favorite mode of method of transportation. And it, it is the only a little unfortunate thing is the monorails that were installed, I believe were installed in 1989 or somewhere around there.
0: They're getting old.
1: They're, they're getting older. Um, there are rumors that there will be a new system installed by the 50th Mag- magic kingdom anniversary which is in 2021 but we'll we'll let you know if they end up coming coming about uh, the other mode of transportation i'm going to talk about are the boat system now the boat systems there are multiple around the Walt Disney World Resort, just because there are so many different waterways, uh, some were there already, and some are man-made. The boat system that is on the on Bay Lake, which is, which has the Wilderness Lodge and Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds, there is the Bay Lake Loop that has the it goes from the Wilderness to the Contemporary to the Campgrounds and then back to the Wilderness. You have the the boat that goes directly from the Wilderness Lodge to Magic Kingdom, and then there's also one that goes from uh, the Wilderness Campground to the Magic Kingdom. You have on the Seven Seas Lagoon, there's a boat that goes from the Polynesian to the Magic Kingdom, and from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom, and then there's also a larger ferry boat that goes from the Transportation Ticket Center to the Magic Kingdom. So you have multiple ways of getting to the Magic Kingdom from some of the hotels, which we'll get to a little bit later, maybe next next time. Over at Port Orleans in the Disney Springs area and Old Key West and Saratoga Springs, you have the Sasagula River ferries. You have a boat that runs from Port Orleans Riverside to French Quarter and then down to Disney Springs. There is another boat that goes from the Treehouse Villas to Saratoga Springs and then this, and then to Disney Springs. And there is another boat that goes from Old Key West to Disney Springs. Over at the Epcot Resorts, there, is, there are boats that go from Epcot to Boardwalk to the Yacht and Beach Club to the Swan and Dolphin and then over to Hollywood Studios and then they go back the other way around. Now, the there are many boats they're about, I think they use about four or five for that for that route. And other routes use two or three or somewhere, somewhere around there. Now, the the only issue with that in Florida is you are, I guess, up against the weather sometimes. So if storms do come through, there is a chance that they could shut down the boats. But they'll just direct you over to the bus system. Now, whenever you're at, say, for example, the Epcot Resorts... They do not always offer the bus system from those resorts to Epcot and Hollywood Studios because they offer the boat system. But if it does start to storm or something like that, they will uh, open up the the buses for you.
0: So I just want to point out to the boats run about every 20 minutes um, in all of these places. And Zach just listed a bunch of resorts that to some people that are listening to this podcast might not make any sense at all. So episode four, as a little sneak preview, will be the different types of resorts, the different levels of resorts that Walt Disney World offers, and then we'll get into a really fun, heated discussion about which ones are our favorite and why. So just a little preview for you, if he just said a bunch of words that didn't make any sense. Moral of the story is, about every 20 minutes, there are some places on property that have a boat system.
1: Yeah, and, and they also do recommend, if you're going from one place to another, to to build in a little extra time. I believe what they recommend an hour and a half mm-hmm. or something like that. Now, it, Which it,
0: sounds it, ridiculous. It, it
1: sounds like a lot. And it normally doesn't take that much, but you just never know. I mean, if something does happen with weather or a monorail breaks down, you just have to build in the extra time to get there because you you have a long schedule, long day. You don't want to get that messed up just because you have a little hiccup in the transportation.
0: Agreed. So another method of transportation that you can use is the bus system. Uh, We just touched on that briefly. Um, Some places, like Zach said, do not offer it. So, for example, there is a resort called the Yacht and Beach Club, um, and it's behind Epcot. It's considered an Epcot area hotel because you can access the back of the park from a walkway between your resort and the back of Epcot. They do not offer a bus to Epcot. You can take a bus to the Magic Kingdom, to Animal Kingdom, to uh, Hollywood Studios, and uh, Disney Springs, and the, the water parks, but you'd have to walk to Epcot, which it's not a far walk at all. It's actually really nice, but that, that's an example of that. Uh, the buses, depending, I, I can't even say, you know, you can say pretty regularly that the boats run about every 20 minutes. The buses, no clue. And, at all,
1: <laughs> and, and actually, now that now that you're saying that, it, in the past few years, they've installed it, uh, all the resort bus stops, TV screens that give you an approximate time that the next bus will be coming, and I believe they have it on the app now, where if you're at your resort, you can pull it up and see that hey, the Magic Kingdom bus is departing in eight minutes. Now, I wouldn't fully rely on that because you don't want to be in your resort room. And be like, oh, I got five minutes to get to the bus. So I'll be fine. And then two minutes later, you run down there, and it's pulling away because it caught all the green lights. So don't fool. I mean, still give your time to get down. Give yourself time to get down there. But there are ways to update you on when the next bus is going to be leaving or the next bus arriving.
0: They also kind of first thing in the morning have, I believe, college program students that stand out by the bus at plaza area at your hotel and they'll make sure that a bus doesn't get full so usually what happens is a bus will come to your resort and it'll be totally full from the resort that it stopped at before and so you can fit probably two or three people from your resort onto this bus well that just causes a bunch of chaos and people get really angry because there have been three buses and only six people have gotten on so what the college program students will do Is they will call a separate bus you know say the Magic Kingdom bus is full they'll call a separate empty bus over to your resort and have them pick up just your resort instead of following the normal course of action so that's something that they've implemented in the last few years that has actually been really helpful as well just opening the lines of communication between the park employees so that people have a better experience so One other option, I guess, um, is walking. Walking is great. I like to walk. If you don't like to walk a lot, you should probably not go to the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, You you do a lot of walking there. So there are some places where you can walk from place to place. For example, there's a resort called the Contemporary Hotel that is .15 miles from the the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. So they have a walkway that you can uh, take as opposed to riding the monorail all the way around back to the Magic Kingdom. You can just walk this, this really nice walkway and make it to the front of the park. There are also, an, an example, you can walk from Epcot or the Boardwalk to Hollywood Studios. They did a really nice job kind of making a scenic pathway through there. That's a bit of a longer walk, probably yeah. 20 minutes or so. But if you've got some time to kill or if it's nice outside, that's definitely an option as well.
1: So another, we talked about it a little bit on the airport segment, but you can also still use the minivans, Uber and Lyft while you're on property. So the minivans you can, you, you pull up through actually the Lyft app and you, you can request a minivan to pick you up at, at a resort or a theme park and have you, have you dropped off at either another resort, theme park, or Disney Springs. So it started out when they first opened up that it was just $20 no matter what, if you're going from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom or whatever, it's $20 for the minivans. It's $20 flat, no tipping. It then got increased to $25, and just recently they increased it, now that you're paying per mile. So we saw the other day that what is it? it was it's animal? Totally Ki-
0: outrageous. It was it's Animal Kingdom. like $20 Kingdom. as a base price, and then $2.75 a mile.
1: So a trip from like Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom, I believe, was almost $40 to do that. Now, well, we've... You can u- get a
0: lift for like $6. Yeah, we,
1: we've used Lyft. Um, we used it during the 4th of July time, where we watched the fireworks at the Polynesian. And in, instead of... We had no way to get back to the wilderness. So instead of calling or signaling for a minivan which would have been about thirty dollars at the time we decided to use lyft and i think the total cost was nine dollars
0: including a tip
1: including a tip so i highly suggest using uber and lyft if you're not if you're not looking for the full disney experience that you'll get with the minivan so it's still a great value um and that that would be my recommendation if you're not looking to use the bus system or if you're in a A huge hurry and you need to ride right away
0: and sometimes it's just nice like we we were not in any hurry to get back to anywhere but we just knew that so fourth of July fireworks are some of the most watched anytime at at the Magic Kingdom really and so what happens is there are people all throughout the resort that want to watch the fireworks and it's just slam-packed well, we didn't have anywhere to be necessarily. We just didn't really feel like waiting in line for the monorail to get back to, to our hotel. So we just decided to take an Uber and it took a couple minutes to get one. But it was no problem at all. And we were back to our hotel in probably 20 minutes. Right.
1: Maybe even less.
0: Maybe even less. I mean, it's, it's nice. It, it's not something that we do frequently. Because why not use the complimentary transportation if it's available to you? But every it, once it was, in a while, yeah, it you was, just kind of it to. was it was
1: more convenient than getting on a monorail to Magic Kingdom and then taking the boat from Magic Kingdom to the wilderness. And especially whenever fireworks are letting out, it it, it turned it turned a hour and a half process into twenty minutes. So it was it was well worth the the nine dollars that we spent.
0: So our last method of transportation is coming to you soon. Uh, I don't have a ton of information on it because it's not out yet, so I don't have any experience.
1: All the information right now is just rumors, so.
0: So they're called gondolas. Um, There are a couple different lines. So a gondola is, how do you describe, It's,
1: it's an indoor ski lift.
0: No, not indoor. Yeah, it's It's completely enclosed. Not indoor. Enclosed. It's an enclosed ski lift. They use them, I believe, for actual ski resorts. Like you go up up the ski mountain that way. They will be able to take you from Epcot to Riviera Resort, which is at Caribbean Beach. Um, And then from there, they'll be able to take you to a hub station where that can get you to Hollywood Studios, Art of Animation, or Pop Century. So... They sound really neat. Anything that we've heard about them, obviously, we'll have to do some sort of live from the gondola when they open. I don't know when they're going to open.
1: Yeah, Disney hasn't released much information yet. They they you can tell whenever you're on property, you'll see the large um, bases. The, the bases and the poles up in the air and you you can see they're they're starting to work on all the stations at, at some of the resorts and Epcot and Hollywood Studios, but There's a lot of rumors going around right now, but we'll wait until Disney gives the final word on what's going on.
0: I bet they're pretty cool. All right, so that's all that we have for today. Like I mentioned before, Episode 4 will be coming soon with some debate. Uh, We will be discussing the different resorts, uh, the different levels of resorts, and our favorites at each level. So I just wanted to take a minute to thank you guys again for listening. Please feel free to subscribe to our podcast and give it a rating so that we can get a couple more people to listen to it. Uh, If you have any suggestions for anything that you'd like to hear, please feel free to comment or send me an email. Anything else? That's it. All right. Thank you, guys. For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page. Rachel Tilvis, Small World, Big Fun. Have a magical day!